Welcome to the Unblocking Crypto Podcast. This podcast is not financial advice. It's meant for entertainment purposes only. These are just the opinions of a couple of rambling wrecks. Welcome back to Unblocking Crypto, episode number 46. A lot of interesting things have happened in the last week. Still don't have as many answers as we would like, but let's get started on a few of the more exciting things. We talked about Voyager in the past and how FTX was possibly going to be buying them. That, of course, fell through with the bankruptcy. But the good news is it looks like Binance US is going to be buying them. I think the price tag is going to be a little over a billion dollars. It won't officially close until I think the 5th of January when they can get back in front of the lawyers on the the next get together. But good news is, those of you with Voyager, there could be a light at the end end of the tunnel. Last week, Congress had some hearings. I think there were about three of them actually scheduled. None of them involved SPF. He was arrested, of course, in the Bahamas prior to. It's a little disappointing to see kind of what happened in all of them. And it almost seems to be this is just creating a bigger divide between Democrats and Republicans, where Democrats are becoming more hesitant on crypto in general. And the Republicans are the opposite, saying, don't blame crypto, blame FTX. Still to be determined what's going to come out of all this, but unfortunately, the message from the new CEO of FTX, John Ray, who took over Enron when they collapsed, has not been very positive. He has pretty much said this is one of the biggest debacles he's ever seen before. What could be exciting news is SBF has agreed to be extradited to the U.S. I think that has been against all his legal counsel, but he is uh, headed to New York, it sounds like, to be indicted in on about eight different charges. Routers, who is a media outlet, was found to somewhat attack Binance and pretty much say that the Department of Justice is investigating Binance for money laundering. And Binance pretty much came out and said they have a force that goes against that. And they were questioning if, if Routers was actually controlled by FTX as well. So... <laughs> A lot of fun there, it sounds like. We've talked about stablecoins in the past. Justin Sun and, and Tron have their own stablecoin, USDD. He is still defending it. We'll see what actually happens because I think it did get depegged here recently. Doug Wan's still in the news. Apparently, people said he may be hiding out in Serbia. No one really knows what's going on with where he is and what's, and what's happening, but there are still a lot of questions with what happened with Luna. In the midst of all this, Amber Group actually raised about $300 million in Series C funding. Amber Group is a crypto lender, although they have somewhat fallen on some hard times because they apparently owe the CEO of Vault about $130 million. So this $300 million raise could be to help pay off that and some of the other expenses they've had from FTX collapsing and, and holding some of their assets. Amber is a Singapore-based lender, so we'll see what happens with that. Chain Analysis did some really interesting research on what the realized losses were from this year's Black Swans. And if you look at what happened with UST and in the collapse of that, there were about $20.5 billion in realized losses to consumers. Right after that, if you had Celsius and Three Arrows Capital go down and cause an additional $33 billion in realized losses. The crazy part is based on what you're hearing from FTX, you would have thought the FTX number is a lot larger than that, but they are currently only about $9 billion in realized losses, which is kind of wild. One of the best ways that you can find out more about 
insider knowledge is following some of the smart money traders. Nansen has done this in the past, although there is a new platform that is in trial right now called ChainEdge, which is a cross-chain smart money movement in on-chain analysis. Pretty interesting way of looking things, and you can go onto their website now and you can pretty much see all the wallets from the smart money and follow them however you'd like. The thought behind all this is it's really a great time to kind of follow which accounts are doing well in a bear market to prepare yourself for the bull market that at some point will come again. One of the latest hot narratives has been perpetual markets, which is pretty much all the options trading for, for most people that to understand the big push from everybody is moving from what's called a sex CEX centralized exchange to a DEX DEX. And if you look at November November of 2022, the SEX, CEX, centralized exchange future values of Bitcoin and Ethereum were about $1.3 trillion. If you compare that to the two largest DEX guys and put their combined, you're at about $40 billion. So if, if you look at that, there's about a 3% of the entire sex volume is um, being done at, at, at DEXs, the decentralized exchanges. So huge potential for volumes to increase in all the DEXs moving forward as people continue to be scared of the centralized exchanges. Now, for most people, they're probably going to focus on DYDX and GMX because those are the, the two largest and, and have the vast majority of all the, the business the the close number three or smaller number three maybe is gns but then after that you start going to much smaller guys like perp is probably only about two hundred thirty-three thousand. cuenta is about one hundred twenty-two thousand, and then below that there's guys like rage trade and b2x and dopex and gns on arbitrum and uh, dxp and vela so there's so much that is coming up on there it might be a place to spend some time and do some research on your own and see what makes sense and maybe ride the wave up. Of course, let's move on to NFTs. Everybody's heard about Trump's collection of NFTs. It was supposed to be about 45,000 NFTs. Although, of, of course, Crypto Twitter did a, a deep dive into a lot of that collection and it hasn't been super impressive at all. What was intriguing was out of that 45,000, they came out and said, no one wallet can hold more than a hundred of these. Um, although they have, it looks like the admin wallet minted about a thousand of the of the 45,000 and kept about a quarter of all the rare NFTs, which if this would have done this on any other NFT program, everybody would have been calling for the heads of whoever did it saying this was a huge rug pull. The other interesting piece to all of this is there's been a few people that have found watermarks for both Adobe and Shutterstock on some of the, the NFTs, meaning they weren't even willing to pay the couple of dollars for the images. And then a lot of the costumes, people have found those on, on Amazon as well. The crazy part that some people have also said is there were 12.9 thousand addresses that ended up buying these NFTs. Out of that 12.9 thousand, 9.3 thousand, so about 75% of those have zero gas in it. So, which means that they can't trade it until they put some more money into that. So, 
it seems as if a majority of these NFTs were brand new people into the space. And those 9.3,000 addresses hold over 21,000 NFTs, 21,420 to be exact. So a lot of people that were brand new in NFTs apparently bought these NFTs. They have no gas in them, so they can't be sold, which is reasons that the price almost doubled since it, it came out, went from I think about $99 to two or $300 a pop. And it, the, the big reason why most people are thinking this is the people that do own them have no idea how to even sell it if they wanted to. Scotty Pippen also came out with his NFT collection, a little bit different. He only had about a thousand NFTs that are more focused on sneakers for the metaverse. Although I think about 33 of those do get an actual real pair of sneakers. He set a new record for the company that did this and he sold out his collection in about 77 seconds. So pretty exciting for NFTs to still be doing something positive in this space. A lot more left to come as the space continues to grow older. Hope you enjoyed the update this week. Continue to keep you updated with how things go with some of these FTX hearings and the SBF news as it happens. Until then, continue to stay safe and keep your tokens and coins off centralized exchanges. Move them on to your own wallets. So have a great day. Thanks for journeying down the crypto rabbit hole with us. If you're interested in learning more about crypto, please join our private Facebook group, Unblocking Crypto. It's a small community discussing new ideas and just asking questions to learn more. Hope to interact with you there.